Real quick, before we get into the show, I wanted to share a new service called Getita that Ken and I have been using that has made us over $10,000 in Amazon reimbursements. The service requires no monthly subscription, and Getita collects a small percentage of the money they recover for you. It takes less than five minutes to set up and works on all Amazon marketplaces. Go to getita.com, G-E-T-I-D-A, and enter promo code FTM400. That's FTM for firing the man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you? You're in the grind until you can sustainably achieve at least 25 sales per day on your first product. To reach that point as quickly as humanly possible, you need to make fast, bold decisions when you're starting out. People that are a perfectionist really struggle here because everything is not going to be perfect. Efficiency is a higher priority than being perfect. Some of the highlights for me out of the book was building an audience prior to launching products. That would have made life so much easier. Welcome everyone to the Firing the Man podcast, a show for anyone who wants to be their own boss. If you sit in a cubicle every day and know you are capable of more, then join us. This show will help you build a business and grow your passive income streams in just a few short hours per day. And now your hosts, serial entrepreneurs, David Shoma and Ken Wilson. Welcome, everyone, to the Firing the Man podcast. On today's episode, Ken and I will be discussing Ryan Daniel Moran's new book, 12 Months to 1 Million, How to Pick a Winning Product, Build a Real Business, and Become a Seven-Figure Entrepreneur, and discuss the lessons learned that we are applying in our e-commerce businesses. Ken, what's going on? David, what's up? I'm super excited. This book is phenomenal. I'm excited to review it and, uh, yeah, just bring energy and uh, share everything with the audience. So, Before we take a dive into the book, let's get to know Ryan, the author, a little bit more. Ryan Daniel Moran's the founder of Capitalism.com, an online resource for teaching entrepreneurs how to build successful businesses and invest the profits. Ryan Moran is also the host of 1% Podcast, Brand Builder Podcast. More than 300 of Ryan Moran's students have now succeeded in building seven-figure companies using his 12 months to 1 million methodology. He's a graduate of Indiana Wesleyan University, and he has a goal of owning the Cleveland Indians. Absolutely. You know, my first experience with Ryan was at SellerCon in 2019. And one thing that really stood out about him was that he had a very practical approach to building and scaling a business. And there was, I would say that weekend, I probably saw 15 different speakers, and some of them gave very theoretical, like branding and marketing, like very theoretical advice. And Ryan gave very practical advice. And one thing that I really like about him is he has had some success in this industry. He has had an eight-figure exit, and he is telling you what he has done to have that success. And so he was my favorite speaker that entire weekend. And uh, after that, I became a fan of capitalism.com. I became a fan of his podcast, and uh, he just gives very practical, and I know I sound like a, a broken record, but just he has a very practical approach to this, and it works. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been following Ryan for a little over two years now. I saw a couple of YouTube videos with him, and then I kind of funneled me into his podcast, 
And it's there where I really kind of his Ryan's story resonated with me. You know, he's authentic. He just kind of speaks his mind. I really, really appreciate that. I, you know, we don't deal with a lot of bullshit. You and I, we just like authenticity and uh, real people. And uh, I, I get that vibe from Ryan and, you know, his uh, podcast and, you know, now his book, he just delivers, you know, hands down, he delivers. Having built a multiple seven figure businesses, I wish I had Ryan's book three years ago because there's stuff in there that would have really helped um, get through it. Right. And, you know, he has a couple of sayings, you know, it's like, it's like throwing, adding gasoline to a fire, you know, and I'm like, okay, give me more, give me more. So yeah, good stuff. So David, do you want to take a deeper dive into the book? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I think kind of the credo of this entire book is if you have three to five products at an average price point of $30 per unit, each selling 25 to 30 units per day, then you have a million dollar business. And I would say if we were to read that book and uh, take a drink of this Glenn Levitt 15, every time you were to read that statement, we would finish that bottle uh, and then some. I mean, it, he, he continually comes back to this. And one thing I like about that is that's something that I can conceptualize. You know, when I think about a million dollar business, it seems complicated. It seems really hard to do, but, you know, pick three to five products that are priced at $30 per unit and you sell 25 to 30 per day. And he, and he goes through the math behind this and how that leads to a million dollar business. And so, and this roadmap is based over the course of a year. So he breaks it down between the grind stage, the growth stage, then the gold stage. And we're going to go into those. So tell us a little bit about the grind stage. Sure. Yeah. I'd like to hit on a, on a couple of the highlights in the grind stage. Grind stage is month one through four. You're in the grind until you can sustainably achieve at least 25 sales per day on your first product. Now, this is one of the tougher phases of building a business because you don't see immediate results, right? So it, it takes a lot more energy and a lot more drive. To reach that point as quickly as humanly possible, you need to make fast, bold decisions when you're starting out. You have to be comfortable with the fact that you won't get everything right. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn along the way. And the grind, speed is your friend. Every sale matters a lot. Customer service is massive. Focus on getting 1,000 followers and at least 20 reviews on your product and 25 sales a day. So it's very simple easy to follow methods and it just works. You know, one thing that I would definitely emphasize is just like Ryan does in the book, you know, it's like build an audience, get on social, get a following. It will help you tremendously. For sure. You know, we're sitting here in the podcast studio and I'm looking at a book over there on the shelf called The Lean Startup. And that book is built around getting to a minimum viable product. And I think that's what he's talking about in this grind stage. And I think that people that are a perfectionist really struggle here because everything is not going to be perfect. If you're going for the perfect logo, the perfect infographic, the perfect copy, that's not the goal here. The goal is to get to market and start to get sales, get feedback, and then make some subtle improvements. And so I think that that's, uh, that kind of goes against the grain of like trying your best or doing your best in that you may not be putting your best foot forward. 
you know, efficiency is probably a higher priority in this stage than everything being buckled down and perfect. And the other thing I'd add to this, and after like going through this grind stage, is that uh, you don't know what people want or what matters to people. And so like in terms of like uh, your hero image, just pick one and put it up and then start split testing and then figure out what your audience likes and doesn't like. And um, that is, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's just efficiency. Efficiency should be top of mind in this grind stage. Yeah, absolutely. What's the next stage, David? So this is the growth stage. This is typically going to happen in months five through nine. And this is where the snowball starts to build. You get your first product up and going, and then you start to roll out several more products as comfortably as you can handle. The important thing here is that you want to market these products to the same group of customers. And so he built a yoga brand, and this is a really... I really like this example, and he uses it throughout the book, is uh, yoga mats, yoga balls, uh, different yoga-type products. It's the same customer. And so if I think of uh, uh, products that I buy, I'll give an example right now, bird dog shorts. I bought one pair of bird dogs, and I I love them. They're the most comfortable shorts I've ever owned. And uh, so I've went back, and I've got some of their shirts and uh, some of their pants. And I am the same customer. You know, their cost of customer acquisition happened when I bought my first product, but I'm coming back. And so this is something where you're building a portfolio of products, but there's some underlying reason behind what you choose to put into that portfolio. And so I think that that's something on the front end of your, you know, when you're thinking about what's the first product that I'm going to launch you should also be thinking, all right, this customer, my avatar, what else are they going to want to buy? If I'm selling them a fishing rod, maybe I sell them some fishing bait or a tackle box um, and having those add-on products. I think that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Brand building 101. For sure. And, and Ken, you've seen that in your own business. Like you, uh, thinking of the products that you sell, you've, you've added on variations and in similar type products. What's been your experience here? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, starting out selling on Amazon, you know, back three or four years ago, it was kind of like, hey, pick something that sells with these tools. It fits in a backpack, that whole mentality. Now, fast forward to today, it's like I have an audience I'm selling products to. I just ask them or, or research what they're buying more of and just add to it. So, hey, uh, you know, you guys are buying these from me. Um, what else do you buy or what else is helpful for you in this space? And then just listen to the audience and then sell them what they need or what they want. Before we move on, you brought up something that I think is that's highlighted in this book, and that is asking your audience what they want. And I think especially in e-commerce, it's easy to get stuck behind your laptop where you're in your office and that's where you're doing your work. So that customer outreach may be you know, going to Reddit or, or reading forms But what Ryan did was he went to yoga studios and he asked people that were actually doing yoga. And I think that there's some real value there. And that takes some legwork. I mean, it would have been easier to get on Reddit and say, what do yoga people like? But, you know, he went to yoga studios, found people that were very serious about yoga and asked them what types of products they would want. And he got samples. He gave them to those people and got feedback. And I think I remember he was talking about 
one of the yoga mats where they wanted it to be a little bit thicker. And he would have never guessed that until he talked to somebody that had been doing yoga for years and uh, had tried out a bunch of different mats. And so that was a simple change that he made on the product research side of things. And uh, I think that that level of customer engagement is huge. And if I'm being honest with myself, I tend to do research behind my laptop. And I think this was a good reminder that I need to do a little better job of like that face-to-face outreach. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, just the information you're going to, you're going to get from that research is really valuable. So we've got the grind stage, the growth stage, and next is the gold stage. What happens here? Yeah. Yeah. So the gold stage months, 10 through 12, uh, in this stage, you can start experimenting with different types of advertising to figure out what really works for your product. And that, that goes in terms of, you know, you're going to have a little bit more money revenue coming in. So you can start testing different things to see what works early on. You don't, you're super lean. Now you, okay, I got a little bit of money in here. Let's test Google ads. Let's test Facebook ads. Let's test different types of Amazon ads, whatever channels you're selling on. You have a little bit more freedom to test things, to figure out what's, what's going to work. It's also the stage where you can finally start paying yourself. You know, that's kind of where everything about this podcast leads, right? Firing the man. You want to work for yourself. You can become a, a you know, full-time entrepreneur. Like mentally, that will take you to the next level of, hey, I've just created something and it's supporting me. Like that is one of the biggest benefits of this entire book. And it teaches the job in this phase is to grow revenue to expand and grow revenue. Because at the end of the day, you either are going to hold a business for a really long time and it's going to sustain your lifestyle or you're going to exit. You're going to create something, an asset that's very valuable and exit like Ryan did, you know, it figure exit, um, you know, so you have a couple of options, but this is a stage where you really get that, that hockey stick. You can test things, you can try things out, you can take your time and focus on the business, pay yourself a salary and just kind of go all in. You know, this is, this is that, that stage. So kind of wrapping up the book, you know, we, we touched pretty high level on the stages. So I would definitely recommend, you know, if you are uh, thinking about starting a business or you're in the early stages and you're just kind of shuffling around, I would highly recommend to go get the book it's going to add a tremendous amount of value. Some of the highlights for me out of the book was building an audience prior to launching products. I, I did not do that with either of my brands. I wish I would have. That would, it would have made life so much easier. For sure. He, he spends a lot of time talking about that. And like on that uh, research piece and getting feedback from customers, he goes directly to his audience and asks them, hey, what do you want? And I, I'm the same way. I did not build an audience prior to my first product launch. And as a result, I am relying on really what I think is going to be received well by the market. And then I'm going over to China and I'm rolling the dice on a $10,000 order. And I'm not even sure if it's going to sell. And that's, uh, that is kind of scary, honestly. And if you think about, you know, making that first purchase, having feedback from, you know, a 10, 15, 20 people, 100 people, you're not necessarily rolling the dice anymore. It's a calculated risk that you're taking on this product launch. And so, yeah, that not to cut you off, but 
building an audience is huge. And that's something that is not talked about as much. They talk about your hero photos, your copy, you know, getting things up on Amazon. But like, there's some stuff that happens before that that's super valuable and pays dividends at every stage here. Yeah, yeah, that's um, it's almost like the the sleeper tactic. You know, if you have an audience, you're next level. You know, I think Ryan describes it as throwing gasoline on a fire. You know, it's huge. A couple of last minute closing items and really, really uh, big piece of advice from Ryan. And uh, for me personally, I've found this out is to only focus on one thing at a time. If you spread your uh, energy out in different you know, areas, hey, I'm working on this, I'm working on this, I'm working on this. You know what? You're just going to have half ass. All the things that you're working on are going to be half ass. If you, if you, it's like a laser if you focus the laser on one piece, you'll burn right through it, right? Same thing. It's a really good concept. And as, as you know, we're both serial entrepreneurs. It's really hard to, to say no to opportunity. And, and if you do early on, especially, it's really valuable. You'll get there faster. The last thing I would like to close on is, you know, Ryan is someone who's done it. He's built a business and he sold it. So if you want to learn from someone, go find someone that's done it, learn from them. That, that's how I'd like to close. David, final thoughts. Yeah. So one thing that, and when we were planning out this episode, I've listened to some book review podcasts where I've listened to the podcast and at the end of it, I've said, I don't need to read the book. They just told me everything that was in the book. And we have like strategically not done that. Because I think if you were to listen to this podcast and then not read this book, you would be doing yourself a disservice. There's a lot of great nuggets in here. You know, Tim Ferriss, he wrote that book, Tribe of Mentors. And one of the questions that he asks all these high performers is, what book have you gifted the most? And uh, I, have, I have bought this book for four different people that um, I've either been mentoring or friends of mine that are getting into e-commerce. And it's just a, an excellent read. And I would say, you know, I've been in this game for four years now, and there was great nuggets of information that I picked up. And so I think that investing in this book and in the time into reading it or listening to it is uh, it's a great ROI activity. And so one thing in particular that I really liked about it is it's chocked full of examples. And he lives in he lives in Austin, Austin, right? Texas. Yep. I. I tell you what, after my first eight-figure exit, I'm getting a condo down in Austin because I swear that's where all the e- like big e-commerce sellers hang out. Rogan just moved down there too. Um, maybe we can uh, get a satellite studio down on Lake Travis in Austin. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so um, going back to examples, he has a lot of masterminds, a pretty big circle of people in e-commerce. And that's one of my biggest complaints with business books is they're very theoretical. Like, especially I, not to pick on marketing people or branding people, but it's very theoretical. And he has great real-world examples of what works and what doesn't work. And, and he has success stories, but he also has failure stories, which is great. I think, like, reading 100 success stories is fine, but, like, I think more valuable is reading 50 success stories and 50 failure stories. Right. So you know what not to do. And uh, so anyway, I think, you know, every chapter had, had several examples throughout, and I really like that. 
in the last thing is, you know, I know I said this at the beginning, but being practical, and I'll go back to the example of like asking your audience what they want. I mean, that is very simple advice, but it works. You know, I ask myself like, that's easy, like conceptually, like if you want to sell someone something, ask them what they want. And I don't know why I haven't done that as much in my own business, but I think there was just a lot of practical examples in here like this. Or, you know, another question was like, where does your audience hang out? Again, super practical, super relevant to growing and scaling a business. So great book. I can't recommend it enough. Also, I would recommend uh, just to give a shout out to Ryan and and, um, some of his platforms. So capitalism.com, great website, great content out there. Freedom Fastlane and Capitalism.com, they both have podcasts. And uh, really, I think one thing that separates him from a lot of people in this industry is he gives you the good and the bad. And uh, honestly, I think sometimes when I see an episode titled like the worst day of my e-commerce career, I like to listen to those because I also have terrible days in the e-commerce business. (laughs) And and he he gives he's very honest and open about what goes well but also what doesn't go well and seeing both sides of this is good i think you know some of these gurus out there that only show you the lamborghinis that only show you the mansions they're doing you a disservice because like anything there are struggles that come with this with engaging in this business and kind of knowing what to expect on the front end is super helpful so To wrap up the episode, 12 months to a million, how to pick a winning product, build a real business, and become a seven-figure entrepreneur by Ryan Daniel Moran. It's a great book. It's available on Amazon. It's on Audible. Go out and get yourself a copy. We'll put a link to both of those in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's Firing the Man podcast. If you like this episode, head on over to firingtheman.com and check out our resource library for exclusive Firing the Man discounts on popular e-commerce subscription services. That is firingtheman.com backslash resource. You can also find a comprehensive library of over 50 books that Ken and I have read in the last few years that have made a meaningful impact on our business. For that, head on over to www.firingtheman.com slash library. Lastly, check us out on social media at Firing the Man and on YouTube at Firing the Man for exclusive content. This is David Schomer and Ken Wilson. We're out. Before you go, we wanted to share a new service that Ken and I have been using called Getita that has made us over $10,000 in Amazon reimbursements. The service requires no monthly subscription and Getita collects a small percentage of the money they recover for you. It takes less than five minutes to set up and works on all Amazon marketplaces. Go to getita.com, G-E-T-I-D-A dot com and enter promo code FTM400. That's FTM for Firing the Man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you?